0: Wednesday where we talk about things that can help improve our mental health in the long run. Okay, last time we talked about uh, the episode title called Playing the Long Game and I wanted to continue that theme and that's why I called this week's title Playing the Really Long Game and I want you to explore your own attitudes about aging and getting older. So imagine that um, Think about people in every age category, right? You got the teens, people in their 20s, people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond, okay? And think about for each age category, what kinds of images or adjectives come to mind right away when you think about a person in each age group? So what you can do is take a pause in this podcast and just jot it down, two to three words for every age category, every decade of life, right? Just whatever comes to mind. No right or wrong answers, right? And then, assuming you're coming back from after the pause, right? So you can pause now if you want to do the exercise. Take a look at this list that you've created, As we age, according to your own mind and your own perception and attitudes, is aging a positive thing? Or is aging to you seen as relatively negative? Right. So maybe you have a lot of positive things to say about, and optimistic things to say about what people are like in their 20s, 30s, and maybe even 40s. And if you're a young person you may not be able to think of things that much that are occurring for people in their 50s, 60s. And you may not even know the difference or think of the difference between someone in their 70s versus their 80s. So what I wanna challenge us to think about is how do we live our life today when we hold the attitudes of what our later years might be like? So for example, if you have a very positive role model who's in their 70s and 80s. So for some of you younger people, it might be a grandparent. And some of you middle-aged folks like me, it might be a parent who's maybe very independent, very active, very healthy. And, and it's what's interesting is when I did this exercise with my students over the years, their list looks overall pessimistic and, you know, life sucks when you get older, you know, skin starts to sag, body parts, you know, you get sick, you use a walker, you know, all these things come up when we talk about the old, old, okay? But yet, if I ask a follow-up question as well, who inspires you who's in this age group, they all have great positive examples of someone they know, a coworker, or someone in their family who's 65 plus and just great and, you know, inspiring, Right? So how do those things kind of mesh together? Why is our perception of aging in general different from maybe our day-to-day experience of people that we know? Okay, And so I think that has a lot to do with our stereotypes and generalizations. They tend to come to mind quicker than perhaps thinking of real-life examples. So if you have this positive role model, of growing older, then perhaps you may not be as afraid of going getting older, maybe even looking forward to those golden years, right? Um, especially if someone's retired and has a lot of time on their hands to pursue some passion projects and remaining very active in their life and in their community. So, if you have a negative perception of getting older. Right, Just like the typical perception that many people have. And this probably varies from country to country, right? I think in America, we tend to view aging as relatively negative. We don't have many positive images in our popular media of older people. Uh, We tend to make a lot of jokes about getting older or have very stereotypical images of the older characters in our popular media. But in other countries where respecting elders as part of their social and cultural norm, then perhaps, you know, they may live their life differently than people who have a negative outlook. So let's think about money, for example. If you assume that there's really no point in saving money for retirement because your retirement years are just going to be old and crappy and decrepit anyway, what's the point of saving money? for those years. So you will tend to not put as much in to your 401k. You may not max out and match the employer contribution and all that. You may not invest your extra savings for the future. Instead, you would accumulate more of your paycheck to spend now. You would probably do that with your health. You would probably uh, not do certain things uh, you probably might party harder when you're young, thinking that well, there's no point. You know, I'll just burn out when I'm in my fifties, but I'll live a good life. I'm living for today, not tomorrow. Okay. So, you know, I think, and this is very non-scientific, but I think our very our, our images and our projection of what it's like to be older can really have an impact on how we live our life today. My father just turned eighty-three and he's still very, very healthy and independent, lives on his own. So let's look at the real numbers, right? Um, Yeah, our average life expectancy in the United States, according to the Centers for Disease Control, if you're at age 65, okay, and if you're a male, the average number of additional years you'll have is 18. And if you're female, 21 years. That's in addition to being at 65. Now, that Number doesn't mean your peak. That's an average, right? That's average life expectancy. So think about what the word average means, what that statistics means. So if you're taking a class and the average test grade is a 75, does that mean that's the peak number? No, that's more or less a a central number, a middle number where you have a lot of people score above 75 and a lot of people score below. So you got to think about that number as well. So how many good years does my father have left? We don't know. My sister's father-in-law is in his 90s. I think he's 95 or 96. And he's living relatively independently. Okay, I mean, he is in an assisted living facility, but not a nursing home. So let's look at another aspect of this. If you argue that, well, it doesn't matter how long... One's expected to live if those last 10 years of life are really crappy, and that's not really the case. Statistically speaking, only about 3 to 5% of seniors are in nursing homes. Of course, the numbers go up as you go up in age brackets, so there's a, there's a greater percentage of 80-plus-year-olds in nursing homes, but still, a lot of people in their 60s and 70s and even in their early 80s are just living independently in our communities, Now, yes, there are people with health problems for sure. But again, a lot of this might be preventable if when you're younger, you have a more long-term outlook about your health and a long-term outlook about how you invest your money, how do you save your money? Because if you save for retirement in a very aggressive way, then that could mean that you're looking forward to those years of freedom and financial independence. Okay. So I think this does play a big part in our financial and health lifestyle today. And so explore that a little bit. If you find yourself uh, with this mindset of, I'm just living for today, I'm just going to party hard, work hard, and just not focus on tomorrow and not worry about all those things from work related to taking out more money for my, you know, to use at 65, what's the point of that? Then you need to rethink that, I think. By looking at the people around you and whether or not life is uh, enjoyable at that age. Um, You know, the association uh, AARP in America, the American Association of Retired Persons, I believe it's called. And you can join when you're 50, right? When my wife and I turned 54 plus years ago. We were very excited to join AARP (laughs) and carry around the little cart because we want discounts. And we're going to turn 55 this year in 2022. So I believe there are many other types of things and places where we can get senior discounts. Okay, And so we have very good role models for aging. My father and uh, my in-laws are still very healthy and active and just with it in their 70s and early 80s. So we're kind of uh, not necessarily wanting to leapfrog to those years, right? But we know we have uh, possibly, if we take care of ourselves and with some luck and not getting into accidents and injuries and those kinds of things, then maybe we still have 30 really nice years to go at least. Okay. All right. That's our food for thought for the day. I hope this helps you a little bit. And I'll see you in a future Wednesday. And again, look through the description if you want to contact me or drop a little change for coffee in my uh, online payment little box there. Okay, take care, everyone. I'll talk to you later. Our podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, friends, maintaining our mental health is not easy. And the good news is that therapy does work. And what is therapy? It's really whatever you choose it to be. It can help you with your motivation. Maybe you're feeling stuck and you need some extra tools to help get you unstuck. Maybe you're feeling insecure in a relationship or having issues at work or just dealing with daily stress. So whatever it is you need, it's important to overcome that sense of shame about getting help because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, or live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So... Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and your mental health. So, I have a special offer for our Psychology Concepts Explained listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash psychexplained. That's betterhelp.com. Dot com slash psych explained. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring our podcast.